Recorded Books presents an unabridged recording of Hard Times by Charles Dickens, narrated by Patrick Tull. This book was first published in 1854. This recording is copyrighted 1992 by Recorded Books. Charles Dickens, the second child of eight, was born on February the 7th, 1812. His father, always on the brink of financial ruin, moved the family from place to place, job to job, but at last ended up for a time in the debtor's prison. Charles, barely ten, was sent to work in a blacking warehouse, tying and labelling pots of stove polish. Dickens always considered this the darkest time of his life. In Hard Times, one of his fiercest novels, Dickens exposes the greed and cruelty that drove the Victorian industrial machine and the sad lives of the workers who fueled it. And now, Hard Times. Book the First Sewing Chapter One The One Thing Needful now, what I want is facts. Teach these boys and girls nothing but facts. Facts alone are wanted in life. Plant nothing else and root out everything else. You can only form the minds of reasoning animals upon facts. Nothing else will ever be of any service to them. This is the principle on which I bring up my own children... And this is the principle on which I bring up these children. Stick to facts, sir. The scene was a plain, bare, monotonous vault of a schoolroom, and the speaker's square forefinger emphasised his observations by underscoring every sentence with a line on the schoolmaster's sleeve. The emphasis was helped by the speaker's square wall of a forehead, which had his eyebrows for its base, while his eyes found commodious cellarage in two dark caves overshadowed by the wall. The emphasis was helped by the speaker's mouth, which was wide, thin and hard-set. The emphasis was helped by the speaker's voice, which was inflexible, dry and dictatorial. The emphasis was helped by the speaker's hair, which bristled on the skirts of his bald head, a plantation of firs to keep the wind from its shining surface all covered with knobs, like the crust of a plum pie, as if the head had scarcely warehouse room for the hard facts stored inside. The speaker's obstinate carriage, square coat, square legs, square shoulders, nay, his very neckcloth, trained to take him by the throat with an unaccommodating grasp like a stubborn fact as it was, all helped the emphasis. In this life, we want nothing but facts, sir. Nothing but facts. The speaker and the schoolmaster and the third grown person present all backed a little and swept with their eyes the inclined plane of little vessels then and there arranged in order, ready to have imperial gallons of facts poured into them until they were full to the brim.'